Hey guys, it's Keon, and today I'm going to be talking about Alex Pereira because recently he just announced that he is going to be moving up to 205. He will become a light heavyweight in the UFC division, and recently he released a statement on his YouTube channel saying, My next fight will be at 205. That's right, my next fight will be at 205. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, it, it sounds like it's like a poem or something. I'm moving up a division. <laughs> I'm moving up. I'm moving up a division now, and that's my decision. But I'm sure that if I... <laughs> I'm sorry. Why did you say it? <laughs> okay. Wait. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> A division now, and that's my decision. Okay, I'm moving up a division now, and that's my decision. But I'm sure that if I stayed in this division, I could fight Israel Adesanya immediately. Let's see how he behaves. I'm not going up because I can't make the weight anymore. I can make the weight at any moment. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying my hardest not to laugh right now. I might re-record this. We'll see. Um. Anyways, it's official. He wants to move up to 205, which is a move that I expected. Many other people expected after this fight against Israel Adesanya. It would have been better had he retained his belt and then moved up to 205 because it would have just been smooth transition to an immediate title shot against the champion Jamal Hill and then possibility of him becoming a double champion in less than 10 fights, which or equal to 10 fights. I'm not sure how the logistics or numbers would have been but to be a double champion in that amount of fights would have been insane like that is huge but I guess that's not going to happen ever since Alex lost that fight at UFC 287 so regardless with the win or the defeat he has decided he wants to move up which is a very good idea because like I've been saying this cut to 185 for him must be so difficult and even though he says this isn't about me not being able to make the weight, I can still make it. I think this is just a better move because this guy is absolutely massive and he's still going to have quite the size advantage while at 205. So imagine how crazy it was while he was at 185. He towered over everyone. Now he's going to be at 205. Yeah, there's also some big fighters there, but he's going to be one of the bigger light heavyweights. And this is exciting news because the light heavyweight division, in my opinion, is a division that is kind of stale right now and needs some other names. You had that fight between Jan Bohovic and Magomed Ankalaev, which went to draw for the vacant championship, and it just didn't really go anywhere there. And now we have Jamal Hill capturing the belt, and I was very happy about that. I look forward to seeing what he can do as the champion. But aside from Jamal Hill being the champion, there's not really much else that excites me. I'm looking forward to... Yuri Prohaska coming back, but at this point, we still don't know when that's going to be. He said at the time when he did get injured that it was going to be a year or so, and maybe it'll be even more, maybe it will be even less. I'm not entirely too sure. So there's not much else aside from Jamal Hill and Yuri Prohaska to be excited about at 205. And with Alex Pereira moving up, I think it's going to add some flavor. You know, it's going to be a little bit more exciting, especially with that storyline of Alex Pereira being coached by Glover Teixeira, the former light heavyweight champion, and is coming off of his last fight, which was a defeat to the current champion, Jamal Hill, for that vacant belt, a fight where Glover just 
got beaten down badly, but showed so much heart. And at the age of 43, for him to take that damage and just go out like that, what a warrior. And it was one of those moments, even people were saying once Glover lost that fight, you could see Alex Pereira in the background just scoping the new champion, Jamal Hill, wanting to avenge his coach's defeat and possibly become the champion at 205 there. Of course, things ended up differently because Alex became the champion at 185. But now that he lost the belt, it looks like he's going to take aim at a shot for the light heavyweight championship against the champion Jamal Hill. And even Jamal Hill has recognized this by tweeting, welcome and can't wait to see you, Alex Pereira. And Alex Pereira tweeted back by saying, I am coming and will kick your door in. I don't know what it means. He'll kick his door in. Uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, I guess that's a saying. I don't know. Maybe I'm stupid here. But yeah, this is exciting for the light heavyweight division. I'm looking forward to seeing Poitain at 205. It's going to be a nice little addition to this division. But does this mean he's going to get an immediate title shot against Jamal Hill? I definitely don't think so, especially with Alex coming off of a knockout defeat in his last fight and then moving up to a division. I think he needs at least one win as a light heavyweight before he gets a shot for the light heavyweight championship. And I've discussed this in a video back in regards to who should Alex Pereira fight next. And there's a lot of options for him, but let's be honest, the options are tough because in contrast to the middleweight division, the light heavyweight division actually has more wrestlers. You have Magomed Ankalaev, you have... Jan Bohovic. Jan Bohovic isn't like a wrestler per se, but he does have skills when it comes to bringing the action down to the ground and trying to get the submission or connect with ground and pound or just maintaining top control. He's good at that as well. And yeah, you have fighters like that who are able to wrestle. And that's not a good sign for Alex Pereira because if Israel Adesanya was able to out-wrestle him in their first fight, their first MMA fight... That's not a good sign against bigger fighters. So I think if the UFC is trying to get him to a title shot at 205, they're going to want to give Alex someone who isn't going to bring the fight down. And I think the best option for that would be Alexander Rakic. I totally forgot about Alexander Rakic when I was discussing options for Alex at 205 once he gets there. And I forgot about Alexander because... He hasn't been fighting ever since that injury against Jan Bohovic, a fight where he got injured and ever since then he's just been silent. And it just seems like no one knows what's going on with him at this point. But we can't forget that he was a top contender that many people saw potential in becoming the champion at one point. And there is still the possibility of that. So I think it would be a good test for both guys in regards to who should fight for the title next. For Pereira, it's a good test for him because he's fighting a fellow striker who's not really going to bring the fight down. And then for Rakic, it's a good test coming back from an injury and welcoming someone who is making their debut at 205 in MMA. So I think this matchup makes the most sense in my opinion. Of course, you have other possibilities with fights against Jan Bohovic, Magomed Ankalaev. You could also throw Anthony Smith in there, but... At the end of the day, all of these three options are not favorable for Alex Pereira because you know these guys are going to try to bring him down. And if that's the case, I don't like Alex's chances there. So to be honest, if 
The UFC wants to get Alex to a title shot. I think his best option for a first fight at 205 would be Alexander Rakic. And the reason why I say I believe the UFC wants to fast track Alex to another title shot, this time at 205, is because they want to see that trilogy fight between him and Pereira, but this time with even greater stakes. Because let's say Pereira beats Rakic and then gets a shot at the title and then beats Jamal Hill. And then you have Israel Adesanya, still the champion at 185, decides he wants to move back up to 205 for another shot at the title to become a double champion. You have a champion versus champion bout. And aside from that storyline, you have the storyline between Israel and Alex, which many people are still interested in. If the UFC decided to make a third fight immediately between the two, I think people would have loved it. But with Alexander moving up to 205 now, I could see the UFC trying to fast track him to a shot at the title with just one fight at light heavyweight so then there's a chance for Alex to become the champion and have a super fight with Israel Adesanya how huge would that be when it comes to a third fight between the two but I feel like a lot of people are missing out the aspect that Alex is coming off of a knockout who knows how he's going to look after this knockout because it was a brutal knockout. It wasn't like a TKO. Alex was knocked out cold. After a knockout like that, a lot of fighters aren't the same afterwards. That might be the same thing for Alex Pereira. And then when we also factor in his age, he is turning 36 soon. It just seems like his prime is slowly ending. So for everyone saying, oh man, I hope he becomes the champion and then there's a super fight between the two, to be honest, if that was the case, let's say if Alex does capture the belt at 205, I don't even like his chances against Israel Adesanya because the guy won't be in his prime anymore compared to the first and second fights. I think that's when we saw prime Alex Pereira. But now with him going up to 205, to be honest, I don't even like his chances with one fight at 205. He may not even be able to win a fight there and get a shot at the title and then also if he does get a shot at the title who knows maybe Jamal Hill will be able to finish him there's just so many factors as to why I don't think Alex can get this done because he has to become a champion at 205 and then fight Israel Adesanya for a third time afterwards it's a hard road for him at this point in his life in his career so for all the people hoping that this happens they have to consider this and that's why I was one who wanted this third fight to happen right away because this is somewhat of the most prime we're going to get from Alex Pereira because like I said it's going to be a long road before he finally wins the title potentially and fights Israel for a third time and by that time he's going to be much older probably 38 years old and his chin is not going to be the same because of that knockout he received from Israel so there's just too many factors as to this happening. And because of it, I don't even see the two fighting for a third time. I feel like this could be the downfall of Alex Pereira at this point. And yeah, that's what it is. And even if he doesn't get knocked out, there's the chance that someone just out wrestles him and he loses a decision. And then at that point, it's basically done when it comes to a third fight between Israel and Alex in MMA. So in my opinion, I just feel like this rivalry between him and Israel is over. And now it's time for Alex to see what he can do at 205. It would be nice if he does capture another belt. He won't be a double champion per se, but to be able to capture two belts in two different divisions and the amount of fights that he's had would be very impressive. I just don't think the chances of that happening are very high at this point for Alex Pereira. But I would like to say this. I forgot to mention this. I would love to see 
a fight between him and Yuri Prohaska. I think that would be a crazy fight and what a fun fight it would be. I hope that happens somehow. I don't know how it would happen. I think the best chance of that happening would be if Yuri reclaims his championship in a fight against Jamal Hill and then Alex wins his first fight at 205, presumably against Alexander Rakic. You set up a title fight between Yuri and Alex. Oh man. <sighs> Please, please MMA gods, make that happen at least. I would be so happy if that were to happen. But once again, just a lot of factors considering how Alex is going to even get to a title shot because he'll have to, at least in my opinion, win at least one fight before he gets to there. And that one fight is going to be very difficult because Alexander Rakic is still a tough matchup for anyone in this division. So I don't know how far Alex Pereira is going to go at 205. In my opinion, I don't think he'll go far because he is at the tail end of his career. He is coming off of a brutal knockout. I don't think he's going to be the same fighter anymore. But what do you think? What are your thoughts on Alex Pereira moving up to 205? And how far do you think he'll go? But that's a lot for now, so I'll see him on the next one. Bye-bye.